Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Beyond the Mat podcast, hosted by Emmanuel Clauser and Jared Rowan. A space for you to transcend your yoga beyond your mat and into your life. Hello, everyone. Happy Thursday, and welcome back to the Beyond the Mat podcast. Hi guys, welcome back. Oh my god, you sound so sad right now. Hi guys. <laughs> I know this whole Zoom thing, we're trying, it's like we're in different rooms and yours looks very much cleaner than mine or like brighter. It's, it's just windows. Literally like there's one actual wall and the rest is all windows. Yeah, it's totally your aesthetic. So for anyone that's view, that knows Emmanuel, it's white. <laughs> there are plants. <laughs> It is, it's completely white with plants, and then that's kind of it. <laughs> um, and I'm in my office here, but um, but yeah, we're so glad that you guys could come back to us, and we're so excited because this is actually like um, a request, it, a requested topic. So sometimes we plop these on our story on social media, like, what do you guys want? And a uh, few people wanted to really hear on friendship, which is you know, actually a pretty important topic for adults. I think like we think of like young people when we're like, how do you make friends or how do you like be a good friend or, um, but I think this is a good topic for adults. Oh my God. Yes. Listen, I just, well, not just, but I moved to a new city. Let me tell you, it's very important. You know, (laughs) And it's, it's kind of harder than it looks. So I totally am grateful for the request because, yeah, let's talk about it. Um, what was I going to say? I think I already chose, like, we're recording, of course, before I do, like, the social media package for the episode. And okay. I think in my head, I already chose a picture that I want to use for this episode. You already have it. I think I do, yeah. Is it funny or is it? beautiful well they're all so gorgeous uh shameless plug to alex ashman if you're in the ocean city area and you need pictures done don't even search any further trust jared and i and go to alex ashman and i'll put our contact in the show note there's just no better around for sure um but she like delivered such amazing content for us for this season. And there's a couple picture where you were like, well, we kind of look like a couple. And I'm like, yes. And these are the ones oh. that are going to go for this. <laughs> yes. We look like we have engagement pictures. But, pictures. Uh- <laughs> That's so funny. Like when I came back and I showed people a couple, they were like, is he straight? And I was like, no, he's no. married. <laughs> no, he's not. And we're not interested. Right. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> too funny so funny but yeah so anyways uh I digress let's talk yeah. about friendship how do you think that yoga relates to friendship because this is beyond the mat and we talk about how the things that we do in the room or on the mat or in the studio can translate and bleed into our lives and how do you think that yoga is a relationship with friendship well I think on a personal layer I've met so many wonderful people who became my friends through yoga. Including Um, myself. Yes. Including you. The majority of my friends, minus my few therapy friends, are from the yoga community. Um, So I'm so grateful because that was actually, I moved here and I knew no one. I didn't have a single soul that I knew when I moved here. 
And then I started practicing yoga and I developed such a community of people. Mm -hmm. It was so amazing. So I think yoga in itself uh, allows for an ability to connect with quote unquote, we labeled it like kindred spirits, like Mm -hmm. maybe have similar ideals. I'm not saying one shoes fits all, but there's a ability to connect um, with people who are like-minded. So for me, I think yoga represents that uh, um, in terms of friendship. What do you think? Yeah, you're absolutely right. I 100% agree with that. And I've found through the practice, like you said, that sense of community, right? And I, I do, in most studios that I visit, I started my yoga journey in Montreal at the Moto Yoga Studio there. And after the fact, as I started to travel and and go to different motos across uh, North America, I always kind of had that feeling of coming home, even though it was in a different city with different people, because the, the quote unquote mission or the interest or the energy is catered to similar people. And it's very nurturing in that way. Just like you, um, of course, like since I moved to Miami, been working a little bit, <laughs> like almost every day. And so all, not all, but like 95% of the people that I meet are through the yoga community down here. Um, and it's just been such a wonderful experience. You know, I get to meet incredible people and I feel very blessed for that. And like you said, some of the friends that I've kept, you know, because some people stay with you, some people don't, but most of the people that have stayed with me through my journey near or far, um, a lot of them, again, are people that I've met through, um, yoga. And then I want to make just a tiny sidebar and something that, I kind of just thought about because that's something that I'm working on is yoga is teaching me to be my own friend before I'm anyone else's friend. Mm. And I am not very good at being my own friend. Oh, that's a really good point to bring up because so many people, I was just talking to a woman today that because she lacks a form of connection with others she feels lonely um but but it was very insightful because she actually lacks a connection with herself mm-hmm. so it's 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 that's really important to be your own friend i love that um spending time with yourself sidebar you know what i mean like self caring and all the and things. noticing like how you talk to yourself Oof. Woof. <laughs> yeah, we use that. We use that in therapy a lot is what would you say to a friend? Yeah. It's so funny. People are so much kinder to other people. And, oh, and- all the time. All the time. And that is something that I'm personally working into right now because I find that if I can really learn how to be there for myself, give myself support when I need it with the tools that I have. Like we need, I I do believe you need human interaction, but there are things that we can do instead of always seeking out. And if I learn how to do that, then 
I'll bring people into my life from a place of wholeness. And then I have a better shot at creating a real friendship or a real relationship than if I feel like I have a hole to patch and I'm bringing someone into my life to patch that hole. And that's so, that is so good to think about because if people, and they can probably relate to this, why do I date the same types of people? Why do, why are my friends flaky? Why? That really should be a question of hold a mirror to yourself because yeah. it's, it's, it's not the other people. Most of no. like you said, it's like, it's an energy that you're, it's a relationship you have with yourself is often reflected in the relationships you have with others. Others. Yeah. You know, and when confident, it's, it's funny because when confident people who have worked on themselves start to, to date or start to interact, they gravitate. They're like, oh my God, like there's, there's other people that are also like, you know, working on themselves. Yeah. And- I'm like, how does this feel? And they're like, different. Different. Yeah. yeah. It's different. Um, yeah. That's a really good point to, to make. Well, I just thought, you know, share a little bit of what I'm going through. And that's something that I'm working towards. So I feel like, so it's a, ver- it's, it's kind of a vulnerable thing for me to say, but I feel like these are the things that people might be like, huh, yeah. You know, because sometimes the things that we struggle with, other people kind of oh struggle God, with like, too. It's so funny. We're similar, but opposite. Where Emmanuel is like trying to be your own best friend. I'm like too much <laughs> of my own best friend. <laughs> and it's like my job is to be a more social being and to be, because I am so comfortable um, with that. It's so funny. Yeah. That, um, which I'm so lucky that my partner is more more socially outgoing. We're not doing a lot of it lately, but he really does push me outside of my box with like connecting with other people because I could be like doing hobbies at home, watching TV shows, doing a home practice. Yeah. Um, So it's funny. Yeah. Um, So both are important. You need both. You need both. And I mean, I guess we're a good example of that is like, you'll find yourself leaning one way or another. Yeah. And yoga is a good tool to observe where you stand and then decide if you are willing to work on it or if you just want to let it be. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And then I think too, through yoga, there is this willingness to learn that's kind of developed and then it, it makes for really meaningful relationships because it's an exchange, right? Just like anything else, like any kind of relationship is an exchange of time, of energy, of resources in a way. And you'll run into people that will bring some value to your moments rather than take away the value of the moments. And we we have both in our lives. And sometimes it's kind of hard. You know me, I'm very direct. <laughs> I won't waste my time and I won't waste other people's time if I I don't feel like the connection is there or the relationship is mutual or, you know, but we've all had those moments in our life. You have that friend or that connection that you're entertaining, but like you really don't ever want to go. You know, you're like, oh, I have to go have lunch with this person. Yeah. Does that happen to you? Oh, my God. Yeah. So I was back at myself. I was back in therapy. Um, I would say it's like six months ago, dealing with loss of friendship, um, actually. And the therapist I was working with was like, 
if you don't want to be around X, Y, and Z, why are you, mm-hmm. you know? And she, and I, and it was really a feeling of obligation, a feeling of guilt um, of, uh, well, I need to be there for people or we actually don't. If you yeah. like time alone or you like a smaller social circle, that's okay. You know, ta- your time is valuable. Um, and I think the the point she was making too is when you said exchange, that's like such a good word because I feel like, and we can talk a little bit about how this bleeds into some of the mythology that we have listed, um, mm-hmm. exchange versus transaction. Like I love the terminology because many people, and I'm generalizing, function in, in friendship as a transactionary experience. Yeah. I do this for you, therefore you owe me this. Or the expectation is I attended this event, so you're going to attend. That's really not the same as an exchange. It's not. Do you agree? Like, does that? Yeah, 100%. I couldn't agree more. Like friendship uh, isn't necessarily conditional. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, you do have to nurture it. And, and one of my friends here, a therapist, had said one time when I, when I was going through these growing pains, do you have a different definition of friendship versus what your friend has a definition? And you know what? The answer was yes. Yeah. I thought you can call when you need me, you can do this. And neither person's is wrong. She thought you need to hang out with me. You need to physically see me. We need to text X, Y, and Z. So you have to make sure that you're on the same level and then have open communication about that. Yeah. Um, because, or it could border on transactionary. Yeah. And I think it is true. It bleeds really nicely into the mythology that we have listed, but it is about having a willingness and even a desire to give, to connect. And when it comes from a true place of authenticity, you never count. I don't know. Like I have a friend, my friend Mash, maybe she listened. I think she does listen. Hi Mash. I love you. She's in Montreal. Yeah. She came to visit me in Miami. She made the trip. She paid for a plane ticket. She's not counting. You know what I mean? It's not like she was in Miami and she was like, well, TikTok, it's been six months. Why aren't you in Montreal? And why aren't you bringing me some Cuban cigars? She really wanted to come and see me. I was going through a rough time. She came in and she, we shared an awesome time. And then she went home, but I never feel the expectation where she's like, well, I did all this for you. When are you going to return to favor and do all this stuff for me? And I think that when this happens, the other party also feels it. And that really relates. We were talking about the mythology stories and one of the stories of Hanuman and Ram or Rama, depending on um, your, your info. I love this story because as Emmanuel and I were talking about this uh, a week ago, um, the idea is that for those of you that don't know, there's a big epic tale. Uh, um, the Ramayana or Ramayana. We're (laughs) in debate. We are, it's forever unclear. And Jared and I went to New York and had, such an amazing transformative weekend together at um, Laughing Lotus back way back when. And um, we, it was on myth and asana and Felipe Gonzalez, who we had on the podcast told the story of, of Rama and Hanuman and Jared and I liquefying next to each other in tears, like sobbing because of how pure 
of the a story. Oh my God, you took the word out of my mouth. I love it. I was thinking pure. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, a pure, it's a pure story. It's a big epic, but the whole, the whole, the central relationship, people think it's going to be between the princess and the warrior, but really it's between the warrior and his, his most noble friend. Mm-hmm. And Hanuman is the monkey warrior and he's so impressive in his, his physicality, but, but more impressive in his love and his friendship for Ram. Um, and the story essentially goes that he, he goes through all these, these obstacles for Ram. He, you know, he carries a mountain, he leaps over an ocean, he does tons of stuff, but he has no expectation to it. He's doing it from an authentic place. And what happens at the end of the story is Ram is kind of like, why did you do all this for me? Like, you know, and he, well, remember, he, he offers them a jewel. Yes, yes. Ram just feels so thankful for all of the gestures and all the help that he received. And he's offering Hanuman like this. I think it's a ring from what yes. I can remember. And, and Hanuman, and then I'll let you finish, is like, no, I don't need no ring. He rips his chest open and in his heart is Ram. Is Ram. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I did this because I love you. So there's yeah. reverence and respect for Ram. Um, and I think that is a really good depiction of authentic friendship. There's and no of giving without expectations. Yes. Yes. So we love, if you want to um, look that up, you'll love it. It's a very long epic tale, but it's beautiful. But it is... Um made digestible because it's so popular like there's youtubes about it there you can have like a kid's version of it it's it's kind of very well known in india and hanuman you've been to india i have not but i've heard that he's very celebrated oh my god he's everywhere so in rishikesh he yeah there's a humongous hanuman statue (laughs) um with him ripping his his heart open yeah there's a beautiful statue by the ganga river that's amazing. Uh, so it's a yeah it's a he's revered there i would say there's lots of shiva too oh well shiva yeah <laughs> everywhere that's for another podcast yeah that's another time but um yeah i think that that's such a beautiful picture you know of, of how to or an ideal of how we could be interacting with friends and now two we need to use our good judgment because not everybody is worthy of our time. You know what I mean? And not everybody is worthy of all of our efforts and our purest form of love. You know what I mean? And again, look at the friendship as an exchange, you know, kind of a dance. Is someone dancing on their own and someone not moving? Is someone doing too much? You know what I mean? Like you want to be both in the flow of things and be really honest with yourself because sometimes, and I've done this to a fault. Um, I have a very potent example. I didn't think I was going to think about that, but I've done this to a fault where um, I know that the person is on a different level and I keep going because I want it so bad. You have to see what's there and not love the potential because the people may never tap into the potential. They may never see the vision that you have. You have to look at what's there and say, 
This is it. Do I want this? And that's such a good point. Oh my God, I could go so many ways, but sometimes it, you have to know when it's time to leave and when yeah. it's time to go. Um, and also keep in mind that sometimes when I, when I had the friendship issue, it was like, I looked back and in some ways, and I've had different evolving friendships, which leads into the next thing. Like, how do you navigate those changes? But I think in some moments I needed people and they needed me in those moments to be those people. And then I also think that sometimes, because what Emmanuel just spoke of, we're so drawn away from who we are and the potential of who they could be. Mm-hmm. That we don't actually, we're A, not actually ourselves and B, we're not actually seeing them for who they are. And sometimes we cling to something because we think it's better than having nothing. Yeah. And that's not the case. That's not true. Um, But I think that's a really good segue into one of the questions we got was like, how do you navigate as an adult change of friendship and dealing with that? Um, gosh, I, this is not like a one size fits all kind of answer. It's going to depend on who you are as a person and how you handle change as a whole, because really what it is, is change. Right. Um, so it can be quite different for, for every person, but we get attached. We create attachment we create expectations around everything in our lives. And something that has been probably the most potent lesson of this past year for me is that we do not get to choose how long people will travel by our side. We do not get to choose. Sometimes we meet someone and we're like, oh my gosh, we're going to be friends forever. And we get attached to that idea and we don't soften our grip. And so yeah, people come in our lives and they come for a reason. Oftentimes they have something to teach us and eventually they go. Yes. The majority of relationships are really, well, all relationships are impermanent. impermanent. Yeah. I mean, every relationship ends, you know, my dad used to say this, he'll love this, but um, because my mom definitely listens. My dad might not take the time all the time, (laughs) but he used to tell me because he's also a therapist you know, every relationship you have will end in death. <laughs> it's it's so true. Like, so lovely to tell like a 10 year old. But um, I like really carried that with me because in a way he was teaching me about impermanence, you know, and, and I think he was teaching me like that relationships change and that it's, it's natural. And usually I'm not saying that if you've had a best friend or 10 best friends for 30 years, that it's not a good thing. However, I'm not saying it's not, not a good thing either. Um, well, I think there's a nuance and I'm sorry that I'm interrupting you, yes. but if the relationship is the same now that it was 30 years ago, you're doing something wrong. Right. Because you both are two different people, completely yeah. different. Or you're not. And therefore, you've both not evolved. You've stayed complacent. I, I mean, I refuse to believe. I mean, I guess so. But like, I refuse to believe that someone will stay the same for 30 years. Like, you know, but yeah, I, I think that it, it should evolve. It should change. It's going to ebb and flow. You guys are going to 
become new people, have different experiences. Sometimes what I think is heartbreaking is when we still want to be involved, you know, like I would have a very, very hard time if you were to call me tomorrow and be like, Hey, like, I think that this friendship isn't really working for me. Like you're too, yeah, I think I want to break up. Like you're too far away and I need someone that's closer because of like, and I'm just for people listening, completely making this up. Like, but like if he were to have like different needs in terms of like support being there physically and being able to go to coffee because you're in a stage in your life that that's what you need I clearly can't give you that I'm in Miami Beach and if you were to say this friendship isn't really something that I want to entertain I would be heartbroken but I need to look at this situation and say if that's what's best I always want what's best for you yeah And that's hard because people do have to do what is best for them. And within friendships, sometimes that means kind of, you know, gravitating out of a circle and into a different circle. Or I think of people too, like who are in recovery with addiction, like Mm -hmm. their circle is the bar and then they're in recovery. Their circle cannot be the bar. Yeah. So they have to, they've like, that's a really obvious evolution, right? Someone who has evolved beyond that has no choice, but to move on. They do have a choice though. But I think if people could apply that to their own life, like if you level up, sometimes you leave people behind, but that is okay. You can cherish the moments you had and the beautiful memories and, and have a different experience in the future with other people. It doesn't yeah. have to be so, you're right. It's like a clinging. Mm-hmm. Like we want things the same and consistent and that's kind of insanity. Like I don't think things can be the same. And I always say, you know, you have to like, especially romantic partners. I know this is friendship, but like you have to be willing to evolve together then as well. So oftentimes we're evolving separately, but then there is a, an, an evolution of a relationship that can happen together. Um, and that's similar to friendship. The boundaries or the interactions may change a little bit. Right. I was listening to a podcast actually yesterday that was talking about relationship in generals. And it was saying like, if we think about I'm building a house, like I'm building a construct of the world. Like some of these ideas were given to me by my family. Some of them were given to me by like the environments and where I lived and I'm, I'm building a house and you're building a house. And sometimes the idea when you establish a relationship is you're going to come into my house or I'm going to go into your house. But really is like, we look at each other and be like, hey, can we take this break from my foundation and put it here? And then maybe we can take that break from your foundation and put it next to it. And then we get to build like a little friendship shed that is a kind of a marriage of both of our constructs of the world. And and that is, I will say, speaking of like, you have to be willing to, to hear each other in friendship mm-hmm. and know that people's someone's feelings and perspective is valid Always. then you are allowed to clarify your intention mm-hmm. so i think that's very important to point out like if someone comes to you and says you made me feel focus less on the no i didn't and more on the oh my gosh my intention was this this yeah i have used that slogan a lot with resolving friendship conflict Like people make assumptions and their feelings are valid, but then I clarify my intention and we have a dialogue around that. Um, So don't be scared to have 
dialogue with your friends. And if they are super defensive or attackive, then reevaluate, you know, that, that relationship in your life. Or if you're that way, reevaluate your delivery and your experience. And, and sometimes I think like a true friendship, I'm thinking of like another friend that's far away and her name's Chloe, Um, you know, and Chloe and I have this really amazing relationship where like we will not talk for like six months at a time and then we'll see each other. And it's like, I saw her yesterday, like she's one of those. Right. But I went through a lot this past year and she'd reached out and I didn't reach back. And in my, in my eyes, I was like, there are some things that I'm not ready to revisit, like to talk about again, you know? And I was like my intention. And she, like, we got to a point where she was like, Hey, like, this is, I want to be there for you. It's hurtful to me. Like my feelings are hurt because you don't see me as a person that you can reach out to, or you're not giving me some updates. Right. And this is exactly what happened where I was like, your feelings are valid. This is, these were my intentions. And then we're way past this. Like we're like miles away from this, but you know, it happens. And what made it work is like, she was confident enough in the friendship to say, I feel this way. And I was confident enough in the friendship to say, I understand. Here's my intention. Can you forgive me? I never meant to make you feel like you were less than or not enough or like, like I didn't care about the relationship, you know? So it takes both. Um, I I love that. Yeah. And I just want to say, touch briefly on making friends. Yes. Let's talk about making friends. Okay. Yeah. Jared's like showing me the watch. Um, No, I just, Um, I'll just end on it. I don't think that, you know, I don't have a lot of wisdom to impart. I hang out in my apartment by myself a lot. So (laughs) let's talk about that. Well, I think this is hard because, um, you know, making friends as adults is challenging. Um, I think as children, and I, I will relate it, at least my experience, and you give yours, is like, uh, as children, we don't think a whole lot about that. Like, we go up to someone, hi, my name's Jared, what's your name? What's your, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, as adults, it's like, God bless our, our well-established identities and egos. We <laughs> worry, will they like me? What do I say? Um all the things. Um, so I think my advice to people in making friends, and I, I, I'm thinking of one client I see who has anxiety, really bad social anxiety, you have to be willing to say the wrong thing and to be authentically you and to put your foot in your mouth and then learn from that experience um, and be a little uncomfortable. So yes. that's what I want to say about that is like, say hi, ask the person, you know, I'm new here. Do you want to grab a coffee or do you know, like, do you want to take yeah. a coffee together or, you know? Yeah. And I, that's what I was going to say. Like I had kind of a two part suggestion yeah. for people. Number one, you have to put yourself out there. You have to, there's no way around it. Like people are not just going to come to you. I mean, no. sometimes they do. That's lucky you know, but ultimately you have to put yourself out there and, you know, of course you should be selective and the people that you decide to engage with, but do put yourself out there. And yeah. Do you want to take a class? Do you want to go for coffee? How about this concert? You want to go together? Like, why not? And, um, and then do it again. 
because yeah. not all of these interactions are going to turn into a friendship. Actually, very little of them will. Some of them might be good. Like you might see the person at the yoga studio, you'll be friendly. They'll give you like, oh, that's chill. I see them when I go to the studio. Some of them you might go for coffee once and then, and then you might make a really nice new friend, but you have like, if it doesn't work out the first time and if it doesn't work out the second or third time, that's normal. Yeah. Oh my God. There's so many different people in the world. And know too that like, it's okay. It's okay. If you're 25, it's okay. If you're 18, it's okay. If you're 32, it's okay. If you're 46, it's okay. So if you're 60 and we're kind of all going through that. So just try it out. Try it out and be kind. You know, I think Harry Styles slogan is be kind to one another. Yeah. He talks about that. Like be kind to people if they do, you know, approach you and vice versa. Yeah, lead with love. Yes, oh my God, totes.